0: Bikurim per Gimel, Mishnah Vav 3.6. The Mishnah continues to present its narrative of the process of bringing the Bikurim to the base of Mekdash. And this Mishnah will discuss the separate mitzvah d'orais, so the mitzvah d'aseh of reciting the vidui Bikurim or the recital of specific psukim and that the Torah mandates when one brings his Bikurim. So now if you look in the psukim, this is kind of important. So Pasik base. And recall, we're in Parsha's Kitavo, that's uh, chapter 26 of Devarim. So the second Pasuk says, You'll bring the first fruits that come in your land. You'll put them in a basket. And you'll bring them to the place that Hashem chose to make His name dwell. That would be the base of Mikdash. Pasuk Gimel says, You will... Come to the Kohen, Asher Yabi Mahem, that will be in those days, the amarta elove, and you will say to him. So now begins specific prescribed words that must be said. So you will say, quote, He Hayom Lashem alokecha, I declare today to Hashem your God, Kivasi El Haaretz, for I have come to land, Asher Nishba Hashem La Vosenu, that Hashem promised to our ancestors to give to us. Now at that's the end of Pasuk Gimel. Pasuk Pasagdal then says, like the, the quotes end, and now there's an insertion of narrative in the Torah. It says, the Kohen will take the basket from your hand. So there's an interruption, right? But at that point, the required declaration is stopped, and now there's instructions of what to do. The Kohen should take the basket from the hand, the nichul if Mizbach Hashem Lokecha, and he will meniech place it down, let's say, or wave it, we'll see in a bit. Um, this basket's in front of the Mizbeach, in front of the altar of Hashem. And then that's Pasuk Dalid. In Pasuk Hei, we will once again resume prescribed text. Vaanisa, and you will respond. This means you respond in a loud voice, and you're going to actually read these very words with the proper Tamim, as it's written in the Torah, Hashem and you will declare, you will say in front of Hashem your God, quote. Now the prescribed quote begins all over again. Arami ovadavi, and so on. That's these Psukim are familiar in the to us, from the Psukim themselves and from the, the Haggadah, etc., That's Pasakhei, Pasik Dalid, the Arayu Osanu, they made it difficult for us. Pasak Zain, Hashem, we screamed out to Hashem Pasuk Ches, v'yitenu Hashem mitzrayim bi'erchazaka avzronatuy Hashem took us out. Mishnah Pasuk Tes says, v'yitenu el hamakom hazeh. He brought us to this place, and el hamakom hazeh v'yiten lanu es haaretz hazos eretz zavas chalav dovash. And he gave us land of milk and honey. And then Pasuk Yod says, va'ata, and now he nei hevei she'as rachis pri ha'dama. I have brought the first of my fruits from the land, that Hashem was given to me by Hashem, and then, end quote, in the middle of Pasuk Yod. Then the instructions resume in the middle of Hashem Yod, you will place it down before Hashem your God, and you will prostrate yourself, that means bow down all the way to the ground, before Hashem your God. And then that's the end of the instructions, the end of the bring, and then there's a final passage that says, You'll rejoice in all that Hashem gave to you. Okay, so that's the story. But the important part is that if you recall in Pasuk Gimel, we had some prescribed words, and then we have an interruption, Pasuk Dal, the Kohen takes the basket, and then Pasuk a, it resumes prescribed words. So the Mishnah wants to focus on the question of whether or not there's a single recital, or there's two separate recitals, um, meaning is, is there part A and then interruption, and then part B, or not. Mishnah will also discuss whether there's a requirement for Tanufa of actually waving um, the basket, which I'll get to shortly. So the Mishnah says inside, Odehu Hasal al Katefo, and while the basket is still on his shoulders. Now, if you recall, in the previous Mishnah, we ended up, the last things we said was that, Whatever was in his hand, he gives to the Kohanim. That's the end of Mishnah Hay. the previous Mishnah. According to the Rambam, that's giving birds that are in the hands of the bringer, meaning because we still have the the basket that the Bikurim are in, on his shoulder. So this is a straight continuation. According to the tanura. we're sort of backtracking, because according to the Bartanura, that reference to mashbi Adam, what was in his hands, referring to the basket itself. So now we're like taking a step back, and we're saying, by the way, prior to that, while Odeo Hasal K'tefal, while the basket was still on his shoulders, so then, Kore, he must recite, meaning he must read this Psukim from inside the text, we'll see later on, um, with the proper nigun, etc., And he says, um, the Pasuk says, from starting this first, what's in Pasuk Gimel there, till the very end. So according to the Kama, even though there's instructions given in Pasuk Dalit about the Kohen taking the basket, that's instructions, but in real life, as it plays itself out, there's no interruption whatsoever. The whole, all the required Pasukim are said in one fell swoop, says the Tanakama. Um, Rebbe Huda disagrees. Rebbe Huda Omer, an Arami Ovid Avi. He says no. The interruption in Pasuk Dal tells you there's two separate Kriyas. There's part A, Pasuk Gimel's Kriya, and then after he recites Pasuk Gimel's required verse, partial verse, so then the Kohen takes the basket, um, and as we'll see now, according to Rebbe Huda, there's a requirement for Tanufa for waving. So the Mishnah says, Higiala Arami Ovid Avi, once the person bringing the reaches the part of the Pesukim that would be required to say the Arami of Ovedavi, that's Pasuk Hay. al he will now take the basket off his shoulders, um, and he, the Bailan, the person bring the, bringing the basket, will hold it by the rim of the basket. Maniach yado Tachtav, the Kohen will hold, his, hold the basket lower down. T'mchokas, if it means lower down, or from the bottom of the basket, um, there's a problem with the Gemara, it seems to say that the Kohen's hands are directly beneath the the bilam's hands. Whatever the case exactly of logistics of the holding, the Kohen and the Bylum are both holding the basket, the Bilem from above and lower down, or at the very bottom, is the Kohen. u Minifo. And then, now, the word Minifo the Pasha, square to the Tana means he places it down on the ground. Since here Menifo's meaning... A requirement to the tanufa, the, the waving, so it would be translated as, according to Rabbi Huda, the Kohen guides the hands of the baalim to wave appropriately. This waving looks the same way that you wave um, the arbor like when you shake your lulav, and also by the shlame, meaning you do it in the six directions, front, back, side, side, up, down, um, like that, that's the requirement for tanufa. And then once you've done the mitzvah of tanufa, which Rabbi Huda holds is a requirement all to itself, and that's the halacha. It's a machlokas as if the Tanakhama holds of tanufa at all. Many mefarshim hold the Tanakhama says there's no such thing as a requirement to the have to wave it at all in the six directions. It's simply put down, and that's that. Whatever the case is, the lacha like that there we do require um, Tanufah. And at that point, we now, after we've done the waving, we now resume the recital. The Mishnah says, vekore, and now he begins to recite again the required psukim, meirami ovid avi beginning there in Pasuk K, all the way to Ad Gomar HaKol until the end in, in Pasuk Yud, like we explained before. At that point, Umanicho Mizbeach, the Balam must put down, the Balam and the Koan were holding it together, Lachora, it seems, they will now put down the basket. What does that mean? The Balam takes over. And he'll put down the basket um, beside the Mizbeach, next to the altar. Now, where is that going to be? It's going to be on the southwest corner. Now, if you can just if you picture how the layout of the temple courtyard is, and the altar and the ulam, the entranceway to the the heichal, the sanctuary. So, um, the the between the altar, which is to the east of the ulam and the ulam, which is the west of the altar, um, there's a passageway. Now, it's a it's prohibited under normal circumstances for a non-Cohen to ever go. Into that little place over there. So, therefore, even though we're going to put down the bomb, he's going to put down the basket in the southwest corner, he'll put it on the southern wall so he doesn't actually go west of the Mizbeach to enter that zone he's not allowed to enter. Once the balim, the owners of the basket of the fruit, put that down in the ground, that is what is matir permits the kohanim to eat from this bikurim, this fruit. Um, and as we'll see in the subsequent mission later on in the parak, We'll talk about how the column divided up. But In any case, it's the putting down which is mate which makes the bikurim permitted to be eaten. At that point, the yatsa, oh, sorry, the hista'chava, the owner will prostrate himself. Means goes all the way to the, to the ground, bowing down towards the the heichal, towards Hashem, and then the yatsa, and then he retreats. Meaning he walks kind of backwards, facing towards the well, ulam, not turning his back. ...on Hashem, so to speak, and he retreats out of the out of the Azara. At that point, the Kohen will take the basket of fruit and distribute them... ...as we'll see in Pesach, in, in Mishnah, Yidbeis. So it's going to come out then that, you see, the process of Bikurim... ...has seven separate required steps The halacha, as the Raman brings. The first is the mitzvah d'orais of havas Makom of bringing the fruit to the har habais. That's a mitzvah ase all to itself. Then you have the requirement to put it inside a kli, a container, as it says, into the basket, um, or the bowl, as the case may be. Then the third requirement is kriya, the reading of the psukkim, as we just said in our Mishnah. Then there's the requirement of korban, of offering a korban that's a shlamim to accompany it, that we established back at um, Perik-based Mishnah Dalad. We said that was usually the basic way to fulfill that would be with a communal that was brought, the one with the golden horns for decoration that preceded the whole procession going into the Harabais with their Bikurim. Then you have um, Shir, the requirements for the Levim to sing as the people bringing the procession, bringing the Bikurim come into the Azara. They will sing, as we explained before, from capital uh, Lamed, Parak 30, chapter 30. Then you have the requirement for Tanufa, the waving in the six directions, as we said in this Mishnah, um, between the two And finally, Lina, there's another requirement, as we mentioned before, and we'll see again, to stay overnight in Yerushalayim after when the one who brings his Bikurim to the base of Mikdash must stay that night and not leave Yerushalayim till the next day.